0: This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 393. Chris Lemick on the pathway to confidence. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success.
1: Here's your host, Jason Lynette.
0: Now, if you've been following this Work Smart Hypnosis podcast series ever since I began, or even if you've just recently begun listening, part of the backstory is that it was often at different conventions, different gatherings, that yes, the presentations were outstanding, yes, the speakers and the trainers delivered quality content, yet often the biggest takeaways are what happened in the conversations you would have with other people, be it, you know, maybe in the hallways of a convention or going out to lunch with people you did not yet know. And the origin of this program was basically having the conversations that I wanted to have in this industry, and, you know, just inviting several thousand of you along each week to then listen to the conversation, too, which I will openly tell you is the exact story of this week's episode. Chris Lemig was previously on the program back in February of 2021. And he was someone that as soon as I started to see what he was doing online and hear him speak about the work that he was doing, that's where he was first invited on. Yet there was a very clear transition that I was observing of the work that he does ever since then, which was a greater level of comfort and confidence in his own messaging, a greater sense of, let's call it, well-earned authority of how he talked about the work that he does And as I saw, he recently put out a book, it became the easiest mechanism to go, hey, Chris, come back on. And inside of this week's episode, inside of the conversation you're about to listen to, we we talk about a number of things that, admittedly, a lot of you on the surface structure probably know you ought to be doing, probably are over there thinking you should be doing, which is part of the reason why. Many of the questions that I ask of Chris in this conversation are more about what was the turning point, what was the place where the belief system changed, and it then became easier to speak from a place of confidence and say, here is the program that I do, here is the number of sessions that we're going to meet for, and this is why we do it this way and not have it be, oh, because someone told me I should book this many appointments. No. Instead, it's through his specific experience by putting in the reps, basically figuring out what works for him. This is the style of process that he has found he is the most effective helping his clients with. And as clearly it's a bit of a breakout year that's been going on, that's a huge part of it. So it's not just book a multiple session program though it is. It's also having the journey, having put in the reps, having had the experience to then be able to very confidently explain to the client, this is what I found to be the most effective. Similar to that, similar to that too, his personal journey of really stepping into the role that all of us need to step into more of, that of being the content creator. We we hear this all the time, put yourself out there, put the message out there. And what really needs to occur is exactly what Chris talks about in this conversation, about this shifting of the spotlight, as I'd say, the shifting of the spotlight as to what really was important, and also some of the action steps that are necessary to then officially get yourself out there. Um, I would reference a thing that Chris actually posted inside of our private hypnotic business systems community a while ago, which is he had put up like the you know little animations like Facebook does now. And something along the lines of the quote being, I finally had it happen, the client came in and said, it felt like they already know me. Which this is what happens as you put that knowledge out there. And yes, we talk about his book that just recently released, I'll let him kind of take the stage of explaining that book to you and even better, how it fits into his entire world. So there are some massive takeaways in this conversation, be it how we work with our clients, how we communicate with ourselves, and also how we attract those clients into our world. So I'd encourage you head over to worksmarthypnosis.com and uh, grab the show notes for this week's episode. There's a search function on the Worksmart Hypnosis website, and Chris's last name is spelled with just five letters: L E M. I G. Type that in. You're going to see the previous episode Chris did with me about a year and a half ago, as well as the one you are about to listen to right now. And the show notes are there. That's where you can find the links to Chris's website. You can find the links to his book on Amazon and find exactly how to continue this conversation with Chris. And while you're there, check out HypnoticBusinessSystems.com. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. And we like to say that guessing sucks. So instead, use what actually works. And Hypnotic Business Systems is not just the at-your-own-pace digital access training that I do specifically for hypnosis, specifically for business, the art of actually getting hypnosis clients. It's also become a thriving community. So as you have questions on what you're working on, we're there to support you. We've got more than a thousand members around the world inside of Hypnotic Business Systems. And the quick history of it was that it used to be tell you what to do. Then it became show you how to do it because some of the tasks are often a bit technical. And instead, ever since we closed down the Virginia Hypnosis Office, the business I ran for a dozen years, and now I see all my clients online under more of a personality-based brand. And uh, because we closed the business down and I moved a thousand miles away, it kind of empowered me to make this hypnotic business systems program even better for you because we've now published complete done-for-you marketing campaigns that you can reproduce with your name and your information inside of it. So head over to hypnoticbusinesssystems.com, watch the video tour, grab your spot inside. And with that, so excited to have him back in the program. We're going to do this again. This time it's not going to be another year and a half delay. So here we go, session number 393, Chris Lemmig on the Pathway to Confidence. Hey, we're back here again with Chris Lemmig, who was on the program before. And Chris, good to have you back on. Hey, Jason. It's great to be here. Yeah. And uh, for those that have not yet heard the original episode, kind of give us a quick backstory as to who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah, so um, again my name is Chris Lameg I'm a hypnotherapist based out here in Seattle but of course in the age of the uh, the internets I uh, see clients all over the place so do do a lot of online work as well um, you know I kind of help people uh, focus on improving their self-image uh, boosting their confidence uh, and really breaking through um, you know those those uh, internal sort of feelings about themselves that they're unworthy or they're not valuable or they're they're something somehow broken. So uh, that's kind of my main main deal. Um, I, I come from a back interesting kind of background. Uh, I don't mind saying that it's sort of interesting because well, it is. Uh, I've got a kind of a different kind of resume. Um, before I was a hypnotherapist, I was a Tibetan Buddhist monk. So I was living in India. I was kind of in you know bouncing around India, Nepal, and Tibet. Spent uh, several years over there. When I got back to the states, I, um, you know, decided to come back to be a normal guy, right? Just to return my robes and and you know, leave my ordination behind. And uh, at that point, I had kind of that, you know, kind of a different kind of midlife crisis. Like, what do I do after being a a red-robed, you know, head-shaved monk? And so, what I decided was to look into hypnotherapy, and that turned out to be, you know, hey, I haven't looked back since. I love it. I love it. And I'd openly say you're one of my favorite
0: people in this industry these days watching the work that you do, watching some of the content that you put out online. And uh, what's kind of the update? It was February 2021, I just checked, that you were just uh, last on. And what's been sort of that evolution of whether it's how you work with clients or even how you run
1: your business? Wow, just a lot has changed in in all those areas, both those uh, those main kind of you know c- columns there. Um, as far as uh, you know how my business has changed, I've um, kind of stepped into uh, kind of putting on uh, grown up pants. And uh, just getting out there and just saying, like, "Hey, you know this is this is my livelihood. this is my business. this is my passion, And I'm going to invest in that. So uh, not only financially, but just in terms of you know just kind of putting myself out there more uh, getting getting my content out there. You know, really honing my message, and um, you know, and just constantly evolving that. So, uh, so yeah, marketing has has uh, kind of changed a little bit in terms of just you know reaching out, communicating with people through Facebook ads and Google ads, all these different tactics. But, but, um, but really, from the uh, the point of view that, like, hey, I've got a specific, um, you know, issue that I'm working with people on, and uh, and a solution for them. Uh, which comes to again the second part, which is you know how has my 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 uh, practice changed in terms of how I my, I help people, and uh, I've kind of came to the conclusion after three years of practice that like hey I need to help people the way I'm going to help people best is, is through, you know, multiple sessions. Um, you know, I kind of experimented with like, Hey, let's let the client dictate, you know, what it is that they need and what they they want. And like, sometimes that was one session. Sometimes that was like, they do two sessions and then I never hear from again. What I uh, realized was is that if I want to really get in deep with people and really help them, you know, transform their, their, you know, thoughts and their, their feelings about themselves, you know, we need to do a little bit of deeper work. So I created a program of um, of six sessions that now I kind of offer as a package to people. And uh, and it's called Pathway to Confidence. And uh, and that's been hugely successful. So if, if I feel comfortable. I feel like I'm connecting with people in the way that I want to. And I feel like they're getting like much better results than what I was getting before. Yeah. And
0: you just did my favorite thing, which is in the first, like, three and a half minutes of this conversation, you planted the seeds for, like, everything else that we need to now unpack. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask, though, because one of the things you said – well, let's start with the actual last thing you said, the, the actual client work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to ask it from a slightly different angle than normal because usually – this is a crowd of people who listen to this program that are a little bit more attuned to thinking in terms of, let's say, nuts and bolts. As in, no, three sessions is better than one. No, six is better than three. And you hit on something there that I think is, well, I know is massively important, which is that to put yourselves in the shoes of the potential client, they are looking for a solution. Exactly, And the fact that now you're presenting a specific solution and by telegraphing, here's what the process is going to be, you are putting yourself in the well-respected expert role who has a solution for them. The, The question, though, is, was there anything, let's say, on an emotional level, a belief system level that had to change inside of you to then get to that point where it is now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I kind of had to step into a uh, a mindset of, you know, what I, I know what I'm doing now. Yeah, <laughs> you <know>? uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, like I'm. Con- I mean, that's a I want-
0: very important place to get to, which only I gotta let me. Sure. Strongly lead the question here. That's something that only occurs by getting in the reps and getting out there and doing
1: the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's kind of what I, that is exactly what I did. Uh, You know, I, when I opened my practice in uh, 2019, September, 2019, I just opened my doors and I said, Hey, I'm going to start dealing with clients. Of course I had like a little bit of you know nervousness and 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 doubt and uncertainty about that but I really dove right in and I just started helping people. Um you know I made some mistakes, I learned a lot. Um like I say over the course of 2 or 3 years, you know I really kind of just took good notes and was like, "Hey, what's working? What's not working?" And you know eventually I just I was able to step into the mindset of like, "Hey, you know what?" Here's how I want to help people. This is this is this is this, these are the steps that I want to take people through. Now it's going kind to of change for each individual client, of course. There's flexibility and all that, but but you know I really kind of uh, stepped into this mindset of like you know I I am the guide here and and let me lead my client through this process and uh, and that's kind of the, the, the you know conclusion I've come to and uh, and it's like I say it's working really well. I think that's a huge thing that needs to be highlighted even further that, you know, oftentimes
0: this may be a generalization, but here comes the moment where, you know, I I would hear from more likely a startup hypnotist and it's the, oh, but they said they just wanted to do one session and see how it goes. Right. And if we always operate from the mindset that, you know, let's go to an NLP presupposition on this, the meaning of the communication is the response that it gets if we're hearing that, it doesn't mean that person well, it does mean the person doesn't yet believe in you. Right. Uh, it, but really better to look at it as what's something else I can do to then telegraph that it's not I want to get paid for six sessions. it's that no, as you said to quote you, I know what I'm doing. this is what I found to be the most effective. Are there any you know pieces of advice, any nuances you can share as to how it did eventually get to that place where it is now, knowing
1: that, you know, we all are constantly tweaking and improving what we do. Sure. Um, You know, yeah, I kind of played around with um, for a long time with like, I'm offering, you know, sessions, right? So that's, right. that's what uh, that's, that's where the, the value is based. It's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm charging and I'm uh, pricing according to you know th- this number of minutes, this this number of hours, and you know stepping out of that, recognizing you know from some of the things, a lot of the things that you've shared with us and you know with the community about you know how to look at what it is that we're offering people. You know, I started to realize that you know this is about solutions and outcomes. It's not about a, a straight trade for for time, and um, and and so. I created this this program right and and a program that i am confident is going to cover all the bases and give people the experience and the tools and the the sort of the transformational um experience that that they need to create the changes they want to create so, um, so yeah, it was really about looking at like, hey, so how am I going to get people from their problem to their solution? What's the best way to do that? What's what's you know? How do I utilize all of my skills and all of my knowledge to be able to you know give that to them? Do
0: I have your permission to kind of riff off of the title, permission, pathway to confidence? Uh, as long as we also give the audience the disclaimer, going, hey, you know, don't use that because that's Chris's. Yeah, sure, you? Okay. sure, absolutely. Only reason I bring this up is that there's something beautiful inside of that, which I do need to ask a question to confirm before I share this. Um, I'm assuming that people are coming into what you're now calling pathway to
1: confidence. They're coming into it
0: often with different sets
1: of goals. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes people are coming in with uh, weight loss goals. Sometimes people are coming in with, uh, you know, Uh, low self-esteem. Sometimes one of the things that I kind of use in my marketing is I talk about imposter syndrome. A lot of people reach out to me for that, that that sort of that belief that, hey, no matter how well I seem to be doing on the outside, I'm just a total failure. I don't know what I'm doing. So I get a lot of people coming in from that. Um, You know, there's people who are coming in with smoking. There's people who are coming in with, um, you know, early childhood trauma experiences that they're wanting to clear out. So there's a variety of, of, you know, issues that people are bringing to the table and they're they're, but it's all aimed at the this solution of like them finding the confidence to be able to step into a, a new reality a new way of being which
0: if you've followed some of my more recent stuff i i'm saying niche rhymes with rich i'm saying that a bit less these days mm-hmm. because there's a different way of looking at the niching down that the conventional thinking is stop smoking lose weight I work with people doing the ketogenic diet. I work with people with IBS and that does work. Yet the sort of expansion of this and niching is either a startup or an expansion strategy. And, And in my opinion, the expansion is exactly what you've beautifully done there, which is here is a almost poetic title that invites people to go inside of it and come up with their own logic as to what that means specifically to them. Exactly. exactly. And it allows us to then solve a very specific problem yet for a wide variety of people, because now the true niche is you and the journey you guide people through and not as
1: much about the what anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And that's, I I feel so comfortable with that now. Um, Before I was kind of, Ah, uh, just exploring and and not sure which direction I really wanted to go, but I just kept coming back to, no, this is where I want to be. I want to help people get in touch with them their true selves, their their you know real inner resources of wisdom and and uh, encouragement and support that they already have within themselves. And how do I do that? and And this is what what kind of has evolved. And I'm guessing there might be an extremely satisfying answer to
0: this question or one that may not be as satisfying. I'm just curious to ask. Not so much the what are you doing, but why six?
1: I've just kind of found that... that's just a the number that, that tends to work very well. Um, you know, my first two sessions are quite focused in terms of what they what we cover, and uh, that leaves about three sessions to do um, you know some some deeper sort of transformational work and skill building and things like that. And then the final sessions is a follow up where we meet you know anytime within thirty days after the the, la- the fifth session, and we just kind of you know check in, see how well things are going, and, and make any fine tuned adjustments that we need to make. Yeah. And tell me if this is a fair paraphrase of that. It's giving you the
0: time to actually address the issue from different angles and not just throw the one
1: dart and help you got it. Absolutely, yeah. There's it leaves room for some exploration and uh, and trial and error. Um, you know, I, I do feel that you know each of the sessions that that we, we I work with people, there's significant progress is made. But you know, of course, you know, there's going to be times where it's like you know what, a person doesn't respond that well to a specific strategy or technique, and so we just say, hey, okay, well, let's let's do something new. Let's do something that's gonna actually going to work. Nice, nice. I'm trying to remember.
0: Whose line this was. I think it was the phrase that, uh, oh, well, we do that because some techniques are more
1: effective than others. Exactly. Sure. (laughs) Sure. You know, and I think we've all been there where it's like, hey, you know what? This works with 99% of people and we're sitting there going, yeah, I'm super confident that this is going to work. And then, you know, the person says, you know what? I don't understand what's going on, (laughs) you know, what's, what's happening here. I don't, nothing's happening or, or, you know, whatever it is their experience is. And so we, we pivot and we adjust and we, we adapt, right. I'm, I'm flashing to the story of a friend of mine. And, you know,
0: if you've listened to me at any point, there's always the, we don't do the absolutes thing. There's no, this technique is good. This technique is bad. Uh, Yet you start to kind of notice some trends. And it was another hypnotist who had the story that, well, I was, Doing. Let me start at the end of the story first. All he ended up doing was, despite the fact that he was also an instructor, who also, like all of us, talk about okay. Well, scripts can serve a purpose for like studying and learning language patterns. Yet it's gonna be in your best interest to not like sit with the client and stare at a sheet of paper, um, and just you know read to them. So let's not throw out the entire category. Yet he got so stuck working with this client, even though massively skilled practitioner. He goes, it pissed me off that all I did was sit with him for four sessions and just read scripts. Right. And it worked. (laughs) Right, right. Um, And it was the nuance though that, what was it? I think in like one of the earlier appointments, it was not necessarily a deeply emotional regression, but to put it into another category, any kind of interactive hypnotic work just wasn't firing. And I was the one, he goes, well, in session two, I tried to do like the Roy Hunter parts therapy. I'm like, dude- if you couldn't get him interacting, this is not going to be the person going, name that part. Exactly. Uh, fear. It's like, it's if that one style isn't going to click, the other one's probably not going to click either. And I'm assuming this is where you probably have a good preconceived notion as to where you're likely going in the journey, yet there's going to be variation, of course, inside of it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I've had uh, several clients like that who, you know, cause I do a lot of interactive work. I do a yeah. lot of um, it's very engaged. It's very collaborative. Um, but sometimes that just isn't working, you know, and sometimes people just want to just, you know, they don't want to say anything. And I've actually had a client, um, you know, last year uh, who I still continue to see from time to time who, who said, I don't want to do anything. I just want you to do it. And I was like, okay, (laughs) let's, let's, we can do that. Let's go for it. And so, so that is, uh, you know, that's a a situation where I just pivoted and I adapted and I said, let's, let's, uh, you know, of course by, you know, kind of slyly, you know, shifting things so that, you know, there was participation, there was interaction, but a lot of it was framed in this idea of like, Hey, I'm just going to tell you how to change. (laughs) Well, it's, Some would hear that, and here come all the automatic belief systems
0: of, oh, it means they're not serious. Oh, it means they're resistant. I would hear that and go, oh, sweet. They just handed you a hypnotic contract. Absolutely. Absolutely. They have a preconceived notion as to how it's likely going to go, and if you deliver that, it aids the process. Richard Nongard has this beautiful lecture he gives (laughs) on the power of the 10 to 1 deepener, because why? People know that hypnotists count backwards. And then when you do it, they go, Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, it's for meeting their expectations um, in, a, in a healthy way, in, a, in an effective way.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I thank you for sharing what you mentioned there about, again, I was asking more from the personal journey mm-hmm. because we can hear everything as advice. Oh, you should be doing this. And it's not until it becomes our specific reason that we have logic behind. You know, when we have our own because of what we do. So similar to that, everyone says, myself included, put yourself out there. You can want the universe to deliver it to you, but you kind of got to let the universe know that you're there. What would you say was the turning point uh, from like what you were doing previously to then working on actually putting that message out there, putting yourself out in a more consistent way?
1: Yeah, um, so I had to had to take a hard, long look at my, my fun, the fundamentals of my business, like who am I, um, who, do, who am I wanting to connect with? And what problem am I trying to solve and how, how am I going to solve that for people? So I really did a, uh, a, a long, not well long, but a you know a, an intensive period of about a month where I really spent every single day um, uh, really methodically going through like who is my ideal client? Um, you know who you know how am I what, what is their problem? What, what are they thinking? what are their 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 day to day challenges? Um, what are they feeling and and really st- trying to step inside their shoes. and uh, and that was also based on a lot of the clients that I'd already worked with. so I had some data you know and I had some experience to draw upon and and really kind of uh you know getting to know my client better and then understanding their problem better and and then really mapping out this this solution for them so it was uh it was you know a, a period of just simply sitting down and saying like okay so so who am i you know identifying myself identifying you know w- what it is that i'm trying to do for people so basically by
0: bringing it out of yourself you know and i think this is often you just perfectly defined my solution, by the way, for imposter syndrome, which is that as we're internalizing that story, as we're internalizing that belief system, it's all the emphasis on us. And by lifting it out and focusing on the person on the other side, which in the work that we do is a big part of, you know, for many of us, why why we do it. What What came easier by then shifting that focus on the audience and working to communicate with
1: them and really align with them? You know, again, kind of based upon for one thing, my own experience of, of imposter syndrome, that was very helpful, but, but, uh, but listening to the, clients that I had worked with before and kind of going over in my mind and going over the notes and and just saying like, you know what, I, I know this person. Um, I, I I hear the same things being said over and over and over again about like, I just don't trust myself. I don't believe in myself. I, I, I feel like purposeless and like my life doesn't have any meaning. So to just being able to put myself again in their shoes, I found that that sense of empathy, um, was, was the most powerful thing for me to be able to, to start connecting with people in this new way. So then as a result of that, what would you say has been the biggest difference, not just
0: in terms of, let's say client flow, have the clients been coming in of perhaps just a better quality, a better level,
1: definitely a better quality because, um, you know, I'm, I'm connecting with people in my, my, my marketing material, my messaging, with people, so that they're coming with a, a clearer sense of, oh yeah, yeah, you know what? That's that's what it is. That's what you call it. <laughs> you okay. call it imposter syndrome, uh, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, whatever it is for them. But, uh, but you know, so they're coming with a clearer sense of what, it is, what their problem is. And by the time I walk them through our initial call, you know, consultation, strategy call, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, I've, I've helped to guide them to understand their problem even better, to clarify it. recognize why it sucks (laughs) why it's no longer tenable why they don't want to be this way anymore and then how do you want to be here's the solution so the the quality of clients is definitely improved Um, so i'm happier working with people and they're happier with their results because you know we we're, we're just both on the same page so then if you had to kind
0: of break it down for those that are listening that there is some kind of block about putting out content and I will openly admit, embrace this as a limiting belief if you don't like this, uh, getting started is the more difficult part. Once you're doing it, it's ridiculously easy. Uh, yet it's, it's like exercise. I call it the conspiracy of exercise. If you're not yet exercising, it's damn near impossible. If you're already doing it, it's really easy to keep it in momentum. So if you had to like break down a strategy for people who want to build that momentum and even just get started, what would you recommend?
1: You know, I recommend uh, falling in love with your calendar. Yes. (laughs) Can I just tell you that right before we hopped on, and I love this person,
0: but someone who was scheduled with me later today, uh, then rescheduled. Okay. And one side of me is going, oh, I was looking forward to that meeting. The other side is like, oh, I just got an
1: hour back. So, I can do this other project. That's very time sensitive. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's how I look at it too. It's like, there's always something to be done, but, uh, but yeah, but just really, um, uh, you know, getting really good at uh, setting up a calendar for yourself and, um, you know, putting in those slots of like, hey, this is the time where I do my writing. This is the time where I do my video content. This is the time when I do my blog writing. This is the time when I do my ad writing. Whatever it is, you're going to put these things in, in. I put them into my calendar, and uh, that's 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 God to me.
0: <laughs> right, right there with you. If it's, yeah. I figured yeah. out just as a personal thing, I was the person that, if I did a to-do list. I was doing the to-do list and not do the stuff on the to-do list right and instead if it's important it gets scheduled and it's where like let's look at this show as an example we intentionally took a bit of a break as we were rebuilding a whole bunch of other stuff yet this week uh one two three four five six seven i'll be done with the episodes until like the second week of january and we're recording in november releasing in december so it's, do, you, do you tend to batch as well in terms of this is the time
1: that I do it, then it releases later? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. you know, I've got like, you know, and I'm getting better at that. I'm, I'm definitely, um, um, I have a lot of room for improvement with that, but that's what I'm starting to do more and more of. Um, you know, putting, I've got now like this, um, like a library of various uh, different types of content that I, I can you know, categorize and have, you know, I can recycle and I can schedule and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Then, hey, speaking of writing, look at that transition. Hey, wonderful. Uh, take the lead here. Tell us about the book. Sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, taking a cue from uh, you know Richard Nongard, taking you know cues from you as well, and and other other inspirations. Uh, plus, you know, I, you know, I I love writing. Um, uh, I decided, you know what? It's time to write a book on hypnosis. Why not? Right? <laughs> there was this kind of again imposter syndrome thing going on with me, where I was like, "Oh, I can't write a book on hypnosis yet. Yeah, how how pretentious is that?" Mm-hmm. And uh, and then recognizing that, you know what? No, I. Can write a book on hypnosis? Why not? I have all these blog posts. I have all these, uh, you know, all this experience. I now have this program that I've developed for to help people. Pathway to confidence, and uh, and so why not just put that into a short little handbook that kind of guides people through the process that I, I take my clients through? So it's called Hypnosis for Healing: A Handbook for Mental, Emotional, and Spiritual Well Being, and uh, yeah, basically that's really what it is. It's a uh, it, it's kind of an extended pre talk. Um, it's something that uh, we can go into great, you know, a little bit more detail than just a you know, 15, 20, 30 minute pre talk with people. It's something that they can take with them. I give to each of my clients a co- you know, signed copy of the book along with a, a custom journal that I've uh, developed for them. And they take that home and they've got this now this, uh, this nice little handbook about the hypnotic process and all the different types of techniques that we may. Use during the during the process, um, so they can read it on their own, or they can also um, it can be utilized as kind of like a homework tool, where you know, like the before the first session, our higher self session, I'll have them read uh, the chapter on the higher self and how that, you know, works into hypnosis. And, uh, you know, we might be doing some NLP anchoring or that might be coming up. So I'll have them read the chapter on, on anchoring. So it becomes this wonderful tool for, for them to, uh, to learn more about the process and also for me to plant the seeds of success in their minds before we even get started. Yeah. And there's
0: so many things inside of what you've just done there. Uh, I, I'd be curious to ask if there ever was in this journey, the fear that I, I hear this from others,
1: uh, which would be, oh, if I give it away there, they're not going to need me. Right, right. I, you know, I, um, I hear that and I and I can relate to that to a certain degree, but I don't know if I've ever really had that fear uh, because I, I believe that, you know, the work that we do in session and one-to-one, it just, it, it it just it does. It goes deeper. There's a deeper connection. There's yeah. um there's just there, it's more rich, you know, there's there's just more to offer there. And so what I'm offering in the book is sure, I mean people could take this book uh, and because it is kind of a step by step process and um, you know, they could apply these things on their own. And if they do, that's wonderful. I'm happy for them. I actually work with a lot of people who'd never pay me. <laughs> <laughs> right? so they come to my free uh you know Tuesday uh, hypnosis booster session, or they come to some of my workshops or whatever, uh, or maybe they'll read the book and, and that's good enough for them and and that they get what they get out of it and and that's great but um but i I also have worked with people like that who eventually do become paying clients you know after a year or so so um yeah, so I, I'm not too concerned about that i yeah the more you those things the more you get it's more often
0: a perceived issue than it is an actual issue. And I think one of the easiest references Mm -hmm. to make here, and uh, I always have to give the disclaimer on this one, apparently, uh, which is set aside any belief systems as to whether you think the work is good or not, yet you can buy for 15 bucks, the stuff that Tony Robbins does one of his books right you could go to one of his events for like three days and i think that one has a price point of like 600 or so okay and then you could also do the one that's five days which is several thousand dollars or you could spend upwards of six figures to hang out with him in fiji and along the journey it's the same knowledge it's the level of access and support that changes
1: exactly exactly and so
0: people are used to a natural ascension ladder along the
1: way so um you have that fear that if I put it out there, they're not going to need me. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we really got to take a look at our own, um, our own subconscious, um, you know, limitations, uh, self-imposed, right. Of like, oh, it's, and it's a value issue as well. It's like, it's, you know, do I think that what I offer is valuable? and um and we've got to get to the point where where it's like an absolutely emphatic yes of course it's valuable you know i have something unique to offer people something that you know you know you have something unique to offer people everyone who's listening you have something unique to offer that nobody else can and uh and that's an important thing to 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 develop a, an unflinching faith in beautiful and then uh another appropriately leading question um
0: Do you are you bothered by the fact that it sounds like theoretically you've given away more copies of the book than you've sold direct copies of the book?
1: Yeah, that's. uh, I think at first I was like, I had fantasies of like, hey, maybe, uh, you know, all of a sudden this book will go viral and, um, you know, I'll send, uh, you know, sell a certain number of copies. And and then I realized, you know what, that's not the point. (laughs) That's not why I wrote this book uh, necessarily. Um, Yeah, I'm not too concerned about that. It it really is about offering people something of value, something that they can use, something they can refer to, something that can be a launching point for them, Um, whether that means working with me you know one-to-one or or finding their own their own path in, a, in another way um that's fine but uh but yeah it's 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 more of a um a, an initial you know um connection with people that that, that gives them uh, a sense of who i am and what it is that i do that right there you know side note to
0: this is obviously hey if you could make your book directly profitable that's awesome like i will say this is not too big of a brag Here's money that flows in every single month from the sales of my book, and sweet, that comes in. And in the U.S., that is considered a royalty payment, and it's taxed at a much lower rate, which is awesome, and perhaps why I'm certain Richard Nongard has so many books. Uh, (laughs) Yet it's more so, like, people have asked, like, oh, how much have you made selling the book? I go, it's not the sales of the book that I'm tracking. It's what the book opens up. Right. And it's that experience of what it then begins to create, which yes, if it becomes profitable, that's nothing to shake a stick at. Yet it's also though how it serves a benefit. And the part that I love about this is that it's become a bit of a guideline, a bit of a thing that now supplements your process. It's become a hybrid approach. And respectfully, there's stuff that you don't really have to teach in real time anymore.
1: Exactly. yeah, that was one of the things that um, one of the reasons why I wrote the book in with this intention in mind, um, I found that as I was even working with people in this this multi-session, this six-session program, there was still times where it's like, I don't feel like I really got into enough depth with them as to, you know, what is parts therapy? You know, what is that all about? What are we what are we doing here? What are the, the nuances of that? So I'm able to do that here in the book and to, and to, again, give them this assignments as needed, um, or it's just something that they can simply read on their own and just get a clearer understanding of what it is that we're doing. Yeah. I love it. Chris, it's so good to have you back on and hear what you've been up to. Uh, I'm going to ask a
0: question I don't think I've ever asked on this program, which is you've been having this renaissance in your own career and rethinking a lot of what you do, and clearly it's working. And I may have been leading the questions a bit more on the emotional journey because let's look at it. Everything we've talked about is the stuff that we all hear we ought to be doing, yet it's often more that personal thing to have to overcome to then just get started Um, what do you feel really needs to be the internal story of someone, uh, whether it is writing a book, whether it is promoting, whether it's even opening up that first practice, that first office, be it in person or even online, what is it that you kind of impart to those people to build up that motivation to get up and running?
1: You know, I think it's uh, feel the fear and do it anyway. uh, is a big one. (laughs) And, uh, and, and, you know, Using the principles, uh, you know, especially in in the work that we do, uh, applying the things that we we offer to our clients, uh, really, uh, you know, engaging in an honest, um, kind of fearless um, path of self inquiry. You know, just just always just watching what's happening internally. What am I thinking? Are these thoughts serving me? Are they not serving me? And uh, and then just developing that that confidence and that faith in your own worthiness, your own value, because you are worth it and you are valuable and what you have to offer is valuable. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, Where can people
0: get in contact with you? How can they find the book?
1: Yeah, um, it is. uh, The book is available on Amazon. So if you just, uh, you know, type in there hypnosis for healing, Chris Lemmig, it'll just pop right up. Um, You can also go to my website, which is uh, truenaturehypnotherapy.com. And I, you know, kind of have all my, my, my whole practice is, is uh, laid out there, you know, the things that I do and how to get in touch with me. Uh, And there's also a link for the book on the website as well. Awesome. Which we'll put links to everything in the show notes over at
0: worksmarthypnosis.com, including the previous episode. And uh, let's not let it be another 18 months before we do this again. Cool. I can't believe it's been 18 months. That's great. Roughly. Um, Okay. Did the math more than that. February. Uh, What day is it? Close. Let's round it off. <laughs> Year and a half. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for coming back on. I'm gonna tie this one up here with an uh, interesting question to bring it all home. Chris, what are you excited about?
1: I'm just excited about continuing to work with more and more people. Um, you know, uh, to to bring it to a you know financial aspect as well. Might this year by the end of this year this might be my first six-figure year so i'm just excited about that um you know again it's not all about the money but it's you know it it is about financial prosperity and success as well so I'm i'm just uh yeah i'm really excited about what the future holds Jason Lynette here once
0: again, and as always, thank you so much for leaving your reviews for this program on your favorite podcast players, for sharing this episode in your ongoing hypnotic conversations, as well as interacting with our phenomenal guests. So head over to WorkSmartHypnosis.com. You can check out the show notes attached to this week's episode with Chris Lemig. Again, it's spelled L-E-M-I-G. Search that. We'll bring you to the both episodes we've done with him. Uh, that's where you can find links to his book, links to his website. And while you're there, check out HypnoticBusinessSystems.com. Let's take the guesswork of how to bring the right hypnotic clients into your hypnotic business and the systems mindset is quite simple. There's more than two dozen specific business action plans published inside of Hypnotic Business Systems. Every module stands on its own. If you're brand new, you could go through everything in order. It's published in a specific way. Or if you're looking to level things up and scale what you do, again, each module stands on its own. You can dive into the one or two that are important to you, build those out, get them up and running. And now, as Ron Popeil used to say, set it and forget it now move on to another mechanism and this is how we start to build that spider web that now brings more people in and now they stick i'm realizing there's probably more inspiring metaphors than spider webs while i work on that you should head over to hypnoticbusinesssystems.com watch the video tour join us today
1: thanks for listening to the work smart hypnosis podcast and worksmarthypnosis.com